What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review some of your favorite movies. We usually drop about two movie reviews a week. We can do either genre series, we'll either do franchise reviews, where we'll review an entire franchise back to back to back, like Batman, like... Predator, Die Hard, etc. We'll do genre series like 90s action, horror, kung fu. And then coming up in July, we're going to be doing war movies throughout the entire month of July. So stay tuned for that. But this week, we are doing another one-off. We're kind of in this one-off mood here the last few weeks. And it's probably going to continue for another couple of weeks. But I wanted to drop some, some reviews on some new released movies uh, over the next couple of weeks, I've uh, you can go check out a new release for Mortal Kombat, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, that's not new anymore, but it's newer released. Uh, you check out Things Heard and Seen, which I just dropped as well. So you can check that out. It's on Netflix. Just released within the last week or so. And today we're going to be reviewing The Father. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched the, the Oscars. But Anthony Hopkins won an award for Best Actor for this movie. So I was like, you know what? You know, Sir Anthony Hopkins, he is a god among men. I got to see what this movie's about. The fact that he finally that he won another award means that he was so incredible in a movie that I have to check it out. So that's what we're going to be reviewing today, The Father. But before we jump into that, if you like what we do here at Surfing the Stream, we also have another podcast the two game podcast where we talk nerdy stuff anime games comics you name it we talk about it on there go check that out two game podcast that is the number two and if you want to consider supporting us if you like our reviews you want to see more reviews or you want to have a decision in what we review each and every week go to patreon.com slash two game that is the number two we have a five dollar $10 and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Uh, without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So again, thank you so much. But that's enough of that. Let's jump into The Father. That's what you're here for. Should you watch this? Should you not? I I decided to watch it. And that's kind of one of the things that I kind of pride myself in in these reviews. Because I like to waste my time so I can tell you if you should waste your time or not. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've over the last two weeks, I have watched some terrible movies. Like movies that I would not recommend anybody else waste their time on. I watched this movie called The Paramedic on Netflix. I thought about doing a review on it and I'm just like, yeah, but nobody knows about that movie. So you wouldn't be missing anything. It's not like if... Mortal Kombat came out, and everybody wants to know, is it good, is it not? Well, I mean, it's good, but it's not great, but, so I, I give you a little of my opinion on whether you should watch it or not. Whereas the paramedic, it's, like, I had to search for it. Like, I just so happened to fall upon it. It was a diamond in the rough kind of thing, except it wasn't good, so it's not technically a diamond in the rough, but you get what I'm saying. So, I didn't end up reviewing that. But there are several movies that I've been watching over the course of the last couple weeks that have just been terrible, below three-star ratings, movies that I I struggle to get through. I mean, some of them are interesting. 
But anyways, let's jump into this review. This is the review for The Father. The Father is about a man who refuses all assistance from his daughter as he ages. As he tries to make sense of his changing circumstances, he begins to doubt his loved ones, his own mind, and even the fabric of his reality. This movie is directed by Florian Zeller. Uh, I think this is his theatrical debut. Uh, don't know the budget. I didn't see the budget on IMDb, but apparently it's made about $5.4 million as of now. It was released on February 26, 2021. It stars Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins, I might add, Olivia Coleman, and Rufus Sewell. It has a runtime of one hour and 37 minutes. And y'all know I always like to comment on the runtime of movies and whether they were good for that for that runtime or whether the movie kind of dragged a little bit. I think one hour and 37 minutes, I think that's fine. The pacing was not off in this movie. I thought it, it flowed really well. And it wasn't like I was looking at my watch every five seconds to see how much time I had left or how long I've been watching this movie. So I think the pacing is actually pretty good in this movie. Uh, a couple of fun facts for y'all. The director, Florian Zeller, wanted Anthony Hopkins specifically for this part. He sent Hopkins a script in 2017 and waited for a reply. He did not pursue production with any other actors in mind. He said if Hopkins had not agreed to the film, then it likely would have been made in French. And Sir Anthony Hopkins won the Best Actor Oscar at age 83, which made him the oldest ever winner of the of an acting award. And this is also his second Best Actor uh, award, as he won the award for Silence of the Lambs back in 91. So jumping into this, into this review, I got to say, uh, so yeah, I, I watched, I didn't watch the Oscars, but I saw who won Best Actor, and I, I said, you know, I love Sir Anthony Hopkins, dude is a god among men, and I gotta watch The Father and see what it's all about. And I looked it up, and you know, it's about a guy experiencing dementia, and basically his life, and the family, and how they have to deal with it. So I was thinking to myself, wow, just, just off knowing what the, the movie's about, I I already know that he put an amazing performance into this. Like I don't see how he could not how I'm not going to enjoy that performance. So I started watching it and I'm a paramedic. I don't know if a lot of y'all know that if you listen to this show and you don't know me. I am a paramedic. That's what I do on my normal day job. And so the whole movie's about dementia and how he is dealing with it and how his family deals with it. And I got to say with my experience dealing with dementia patients on a regular basis and, you know, just but the, th- the things that I know about the thought processes and the disease as a whole, I got to say, this movie is is pretty authentic as to what it's like to, to deal with a dementia patient or live with a dementia patient. I, I thought it was pretty authentic. There were several moments in the, in the story, in the movie, that I was like, oh, that, that would definitely happen with a real-life dementia patient. So I think they nailed that aspect, and if they didn't nail that aspect in this movie, I don't know if the movie would have been as good. Like, if they did what every other director or movie studio does with medical stuff, you know, they kind of just brush over it, and they just do whatever the hell they want with it, and it just makes sense in their mind, so that's what it, that's what it is. Well, I, I, I think they had to nail 
that aspect of this movie for it to gain any traction, for it to be any kind of a good movie. And I think they nailed it, to be completely honest with you. I, I don't say that about many movies involving medical diagnosis or, you know, diseases or anything to do with hospitals and stuff like that. But 100%, I think this movie is authentic. And before I go any further on this review, I, I want to say there are going to be spoilers ahead. But I try to split up these reviews into a spoiler, non-spoiler part at the very beginning, and then I'll talk spoilers towards the end. Well, I don't think if you listen to spoilers, it won't ruin this experience for you because it's not one of those types of movies. If you're into movies that deal with characters, like you're you're into character-driven, dialogue-heavy movies, then this is definitely a movie that you, you're going to want to see. If you're into incredible acting performances, if that's what you go to movies to watch, then this movie is going to be right up your alley. Like I said, Anthony Sir Anthony Hopkins does an amazing job in this. This is one of the best performances I've ever seen, and it, it's so authentic that it just elevates it to a to another level for me personally. So, if you're into those types of movies, now th- this there's nothing that happens in this movie. Okay, this this is very dialogue heavy. This is this is an acting performance is what you're watching this movie for. Like, to be completely fair, I think they could show this movie to, like, nursing students, to paramedic students, to doctors, you know, in in training and and shit like that. Anywhere, anybody in a medical field could watch this movie as a way to kind of understand what it is to deal with a dementia patient. I think this is a great, it almost feels kind of like documentary-esque, but it's not. Uh, But it's, you're watching this movie for the performance, for the acting, there's very little story. There's very little stuff that happens throughout the course of the movie. It's not there's no action. It's not like he starts hitting people and, and stuff like that. None of that happens in this movie. So you are strictly going in this for dialogue and to experience the the performances that these actors and actresses are doing throughout the course of this movie. So if that's not what you're interested in, then you're not going to like this movie because that's the entirety of this movie. Now, if you're into that type of stuff, then you are absolutely going to love this movie. But yeah, if you fall into either of those categories, then like I said, if you if you like those that type of stuff, then go watch this. Uh, I don't know if it's on any streaming apps. I haven't seen it on any streaming apps, so you might want to go rent it from Redbox if it's at Redbox as of, as of now. I'm not sure. But it's been in theaters since February 26th. So it'll be coming out on Redbox shortly, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, but if you don't, then you might just want to skip this because it might not be your cup of tea because it's going to be a slow burn of a movie. But like I said earlier, the pacing is, is actually really good. It didn't bog down at all at any point of the movie for me. So, yeah, those are my recommendations on whether you should watch it or not. Anything past this point is considered spoilers. This is your final warning. So, yeah, uh, I was watching this movie, and the entire movie, I'm just... Sir Anthony Hopkins is in just about every single scene. He's not in all the scenes, but I would say 85 to 90% of this movie has Sir Anthony Hopkins in it. And he is just... He's phenomenal from scene to scene. He does such an incredible job. He does such a great job of going from 
one emotion, like he's he's kind of angry to really happy to really sad, all in the course of one scene. And it's it's truly phenomenal what he was able to do in this movie. And that alone is what this movie is worth watching for, for me personally. That's what I went into it for, and that's what kept me in every single scene was just what is Sir Anthony Hopkins going to do uh, in the next scene? What's he going to do in the scene after that? It's just he did such an incredible job. It's one of my favorite acting performances. I mean, I could put it up there with Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln and in There Will Be Blood, and I can deal with it up there with just Heath Ledger's Joker performance. This is a truly phenomenal acting performance. And in my opinion, it is what's is what this movie is worth watching for. But that's not to say that everybody else else's performances are not good. Because Olivia Coleman, if I'm not mistaken, got nominated for uh, Best Actress as well. Or Best Supporting Actress, one of the two. Uh, so she did a really good job. There's There are some scenes where you're looking at her and she's smiling. But you know behind behind that, she is truly just... She's just sad, and it's it's truly phenomenal performance by her, too. It's just Sir Anthony Hopkins is just, he's in the next level. Like, he's God tier, let's be honest. So, it does overshadow her a little bit, but she does a phenomenal job in this, this movie as well. I think she does not get enough credit in this movie that she has. Like, I didn't know anything about her until after I watched it, and I feel like she should be more known after this movie than, than she is. But that that kind of goes back to my original point that this is a movie about actors and actresses and their performances. Uh, because if they don't know those performances, I don't know how this movie how this movie turns out, you know. And then Rufus Sewell, who played in a Knight's Tale, he was the the main bad guy in that movie. So if you like him in that movie, you're I mean he's not as sinister in this movie. But anyways, uh. This movie is is about it's from the perspective of Anthony Hopkins' character, and it's how he pieces together his day to day life. Like you're watching one scene and then it changes. He gets confused with who he's talking to. It changes the people of like one second he he's talking to Olivia Coleman's character, the daughter, and then he's talking to her again, but she looks different, and it, it's like that. Like he doesn't recognize who she is, which is 100% accurate and authentic uh, for a dementia patient. So it's him piecing together uh, his life. And if you don't know much about dementia patients, they they can't make new memories. They're, they're reliving old memories. And that's basically what's happened. And at the end of the movie, you realize that he's in, a, in an institution, in a nursing home. And it's basically him just reliving the moment-to-moment moment life of when he got a new caretaker and then he eventually got moved to a nursing home. He's just reliving all those moments all over again. He doesn't even remember that his daughter uh, died in a car accident. I mean, he doesn't remember all those. He's, throughout the course of the movie, he's like, oh, you remind me of my daughter Lucy. Where is Lucy? Well, why didn't she come to see me? And Olivia Coleman's character, the daughter, the other daughter, you can just tell that she doesn't want to break it to him that Lucy is dead. Like, she doesn't want him to relive it. But you can tell through her performance that 
she has to relive it, relive that that moment of her sister dying all the time. So she's like making such a huge sacrifice. And I mean, not that he would remember anyway, so there's really no point in telling him. Uh, you'd only get a a bad reaction from him when she told him, but then he'd forget, you know, a few minutes later. So, so yeah, I, I think the the acting is so phenomenal in this movie. And throughout the course of the movie, I'm just like, what what is going on here? Like, is this before or after that last scene? Because things change a little bit from scene to scene, and he changes from. Uh, like his resident changes from scene to scene and it's so it's kind of confusing at first and then you realize like more towards the end that he's just reliving these moments over and over again and he's he's piecing together different aspects of those moments like he doesn't remember them 100% for what they are he's piecing a moment from like this particular time with this time he's merging memories together and it gets kind of confusing throughout the course of the movie, but at the end, it kind of starts to make sense when you realize that, hey, he's actually been in a nursing home this entire time, and it's just him remembering past experiences. Now, as far as whether there's a twist or anything like that, I don't think there's a twist. I I think it's just a straightforward movie about how a man lives with dementia and how the family has to deal with it. I think... When he says the new caretaker reminds him a lot of Lucy, I it doesn't specifically say it in the movie, but I think that's Lucy. I think that's what she looks like. Uh, I mean, I think that's who he is seeing at that moment, and that's why he thinks she looks just like her, is because that is Lucy. Uh, that's just my thoughts. I don't, I don't think they ever explicitly stated whether or not that's true or not throughout the course of the movie. They kind of add new characters here or there. Uh, Rufus Sewell's character, which was the point I was trying to make a minute ago, and I totally went off on a different subject. Uh, Rufus Sewell's character, he's kind of the uh, the first husband. Because in the movie, he mentions that she used to have a husband. His, his daughter used to have a husband, and now she's in love with somebody else, and she wants to go move to France. Well, Rufus Sewell's character is that first husband, and he finds it a, a burden to live with a dementia patient, to live with this mentally ill patient. And I absolutely believe that he was abusive towards Sir Anthony Hopkins' character because you see at one point where he's slapping him. And at first I was like, I think this is, I think they're playing. I, I, I think this is from his point of view. I think he thinks he's slapping him. Because the movie kind of, like I said, it kind of weaves in and out of what is actually going on. It's kind of confusing. So he starts hitting them, and I'm like, well, dementia patients always say, he's hitting me, he's hitting me, he's hurting me, he's hurting me, but he's not actually doing anything. So I thought that's what they were playing with, but when you get towards the end of the movie and you realize that's her first husband, you start to think, and how he treats him throughout the course of those scenes, you think, well, no, I think he actually did hit him and hurt him because he felt like it was a burden to to live with him in his home throughout the entire time. And that was one of the reasons why they got divorced, I would assume. They don't ever explicitly mention that in the movie. I think that's just me kind of piecing it all together. But yeah, all in all, I think this is a phenomenal movie. There's not much else that I can say about this movie. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward movie. It all takes part 
in this this flat, this loft, as they call it. He calls it a flat throughout the course of the movie. But it all takes part in this one little residence. And, I mean, the residence changes from time to time because he's he doesn't realize that he's swapping places. Uh, he in his, Him in his mind, he thinks, well, this looks different. And they're all like, no, you're in the same spot. This is your flat. No, this this looks different. I, I, I something's going on here, and I mean, yeah, for a movie that takes part in one place, I think this is a phenomenal movie. I give this movie four and a half stars, and that's really on the back of just the acting performances. This that alone is again, I've said it multiple times throughout the course of this review. That is why you should go watch this movie is for the acting performances. It's some of the best acting I've seen in any movie. And really, it's it's such even performances. Like it's not like Sir Anthony Hopkins is doing this phenomenal job, and then it's a huge drop off from everybody else. No, it's every character, every actor in this movie performs uh, amazing. I have to say, there was not one performance in this movie that I'm just like, yeah, I don't know that their acting just wasn't that great. No, all the acting was fantastic. And I highly recommend go check it out. Four and a half stars. Uh, is it worth buying? Look, uh, I mean, it just came out. So if you're spending 15, 20 bucks to go watch it, then I think I think it's worth it. I think it's a fantastic movie. I will end up picking this up, uh, but I've already seen it. So if you're going to rent it, then I think it's going to be a theater at home. It's going to be like 20 bucks. Uh, I mean... If you're not 100% sure, I would just wait. I think this is a $10, $15 uh, type of movie for me. Uh, if it was at Best Buy or Target for $15, I'd pick it up. I, I think this is a, a fantastic and phenomenal movie that gives you insight into how how the disease of dementia works, not only on the patient, but as the family as a whole. And yeah, that's going to be my review. Four and a half stars. I recommend going check it out if you've seen it. Let me know what you think about it. If you you're watching after this review, let me know if I'm right, wrong, whatever. But other than that, I'll catch y'all next time on another review.